Welcome to the Roma Press Podcast with John Solano and Andy Mattioli. Hi everybody, welcome back to another episode of the Roma Press Podcast. We hope you are doing well as always. Thank you to all of our wonderful patrons who make this possible. If you would like to join the patron group chat, get early access to episodes, patreon.com slash Roma Press. And once more, the support we have received on YouTube for the video version of uh, the podcast, again, incredibly overwhelming. We appreciate all of you who have subscribed, like, all of that stuff, all of you uh, people who are just as degenerate as uh, Andy and myself, uh, joining him at the most uh, inconceivable hours at of the day. 1 a.m. At 1 a.m. in Singapore, at uh, 6 a.m. in Los Angeles, you know, all over the world. Everybody's in for the Rolex. Yes. Even, even on, you know, international breaks, the, the fever does not break. So, again, uh, we, we can't thank you all enough. It truly, uh, it, it is incredibly overwhelming still to to have all of these views and have all the support it again overwhelming to to see it come this far and to have um so many people uh, show their appreciation and their support so we are immensely immensely grateful so thank you to everybody okay i, I don't even know what we talk about right before we came on because again for those of you who don't know we have never written a single time Andy and I, we don't write the script. We don't have anything. This is all like off the cuff. Is it off the cuff? That's the way you say it, Dan. Off the cuff. cuff. Yeah, man. Absolutely. I got to get up to these UK. They always have those great phrase, uh, phrases, off the cuff. But we don't have talking points. We don't have a script, which is why we will sometimes go into very odd tangents about who knows what. I, I want to avoid getting into one now. But... but we have this thing, and this was uh, Roma's little way of giving me the middle finger. Because when I mentioned, when I mentioned in the previous episode, the situation of Jose Mourinho not having uh, engaged in a contract negotiation, I don't know if anybody remembers. A couple of months ago, I had mentioned um, I spoke with somebody from uh, his agency. Uh, one guy, the one guy who isn't George Mesh, that that will speak to the media. And he he said, you know, we want to get some form of clarity. Did you say George Mensch or George Mensch? Yeah, I said it exactly like, uh, exactly as all my good friends from uh, Record told me to correctly pronounce it. Uh, uh, Once I hear it the way, you know, because, you know, I I listen to other, uh, you know, uh, not even Italian uh, television. I'll I'll listen to somebody in the UK and they'll say... uh, uh, George Mendes, uh, just yeah, yeah, you know these very uh, odd pronunciations. That once you hear the correct uh, Portuguese, yeah, they, break, they break your brain. Sure, it, it you, you can never hear it another way. So after speaking to uh, one of the guys that we can, I, I should just, it doesn't really matter. It's it's a guy who used to be a player. He's a defender, a Brazilian guy. He he is for all intents and purposes. Uh, the one, the, the go-to guy there, he said, you know, well, we, uh, from our standpoint, we wanted a signal. We wanted clarity from Roma uh, before the new year, sometime during the holiday. And oddly enough, I, I mentioned in the previous episode, to date, there wasn't any signal from uh, Roma as to when they're going to hold discussions. And then, of course, 
literally 24 hours after we published that, uh, Roma began leaking to every single person imaginable uh, that they're going to do something. They want to hold discussions over the next couple of months. And of course, it's not Roma putting their name to it. Uh, you, you will know when this is the case, when it's the the same report by the same 10 websites, television uh, uh, television broadcasters. Uh, that's within Roma. Like minutes, yeah, within like two minutes. Yes. Yeah, it, 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 it's the exact same way uh, when when a transfer deal happens, they tell everybody at the same time. Okay. Like it's not like they trickle it down to one person and then to the next and then to somebody else. Well, maybe they do. I don't know, but, uh, we, uh, we are lucky enough to hear things relatively quickly, uh, the same time as everybody else. So uh, anytime they're willing to leak something like that and you see it coming out to the month. Okay. Then we know what's going on here. So that kind of, uh, uh, th- that annoyed me just a tad because it was one of those instances where you think to yourself, okay, well, they, they definitely watched that or did something because even though we may seem like two imbeciles here who, uh, uh discuss Godfather three and have very odd puns, discuss, uh, uh, older women from Delaware or Vermont, Delaware, Delaware, or Vermont. Long what did you say? Like Delaware. Yeah. Delaware, they do follow what what you and I say, what we write. If there is something they need to clarify, <laughs> for instance, uh, just recently, one of their well, no, I shouldn't say it. It, it was a, within the last month or two. A a very high executive, after an interview was published, the Italian version of the interview was mistranslated, and uh, we. We didn't go by the uh, the uh, the initial original broadcast. We went by we went by the Italian version of it, and within like five minutes of that thing being published, they said, "Whoa, whoa, whoa, whoa!" We didn't say this. We didn't say this. So uh, it was one of those times where, after I talked about the thing of Jose Mourinho, I couldn't help but think to myself, "Oh, that seemed a bit spiteful." But anyway. They wanted to make it clear they do intend on holding a discussion with Jose Mourinho sometime uh, in in uh, January or February. It definitely will not be February. Let me assure you of that. It will be sometime within the next few weeks. And we are still in this very odd place. I mentioned it the last time uh, in the previous episode where you have Jose Mourinho coming up uh, for expiration. You have uh, Tiago Pinto coming up for expiration of his contract. And it is a precarious situation because you seemingly have all of these things intertwined. Um, Even though it may not feel that way, even though it may not, uh, perhaps we may be a bit naive or not wanting to accept it. The the difficult thing for me, Andy, when I see a lot of people, particularly in our, in the patron group chat, I mean, Jose Mourinho is um, a very divisive guy and has been since he arrived. I mean, the moment he came, I was, I, I had felt like child 27 was being born. That's how excited I was. Um, and I still hold that level of elation because I, you know, to That's have a guy somebody, like somebody actually in the, in the comments, the last episode actually, actually fell for the fact that you have 22 children. He, and the question no, was, it's, it's, how many wives are there? Um, no, the, <laughs> it's not, uh, I, I don't I'm live sure. in. Utah, it's, time we, it's Utah, we, right? It's time or we North Dakota. Down the number of children because uh, it's more. It's 
it's more than four, but it's less than twenty-five. So <laughs> exactly. I don't know. <laughs> we, that's what that will narrow narrow it down. But in all seriousness, when it comes to Jose Mourinho, you know, I I am not hiding or have hidden the fact that even in the uh, even in the times when Roma underperformed, do not look good. Uh, and this is even, I think, apparent in the way. Well, I, I think I am making it very and abundantly clear. I I do admire the guy more so than many of the previous Roma managers because I get the I get told for kissing his backside a little too much. But so be it. Uh, you know, after you are subjected to uh, Zeman, uh, Eusebio Di Francesco. Uh, I mean, go the list goes on. I don't have to. I can't do that today. Now. Um, when a guy like Jose Mourinho comes to Roma, yeah, I'm going to to give him far more benefit of the doubt than I do Eusebio Di Francesco. So, okay, uh, whether we want to admit it or not, and this is something I brought up in the group chat uh, a few weeks ago to, to some of our patrons when there was some frustration with Jose Mourinho, my my stance on the situation because there were many saying well i don't know what we should do if we don't qualify for champions league if we it, you know what once progress is made if really this season you finish outside of top 4 and i can understand that argument because it holds plenty of truth to it in 3 years you brought this guy in if you fail to qualify for champions league this year then i can understand many wanting to say well okay you can like this guy and be appreciative of everything he has done in the past, but what has he done for you? It's not just football, but sport in general is a very uh, 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 what have you done for me lately sort of thing, uh, regardless of regardless of the sport. So I can understand that mentality, but where I come out on it is this guy, and again, whether we want to admit it or not, Many of the guys who are at Roma right now are, are, I won't say strictly here because of Jose Mourinho, but they would otherwise not be here had it not been for Jose Mourinho. I th- that's not controversial, right? I, I th- no, when I said the, that, I some the, the pushed back on that. Is, yeah, but the, I think the main question in this regard, in this situation, at this point in time, is. When do we stop looking at what happens off the pitch with regards mm. to Mourinho's appeal? And when do we start discussing and looking at what is being done on the pitch this season? Because I think, you know, the, the, obviously the jury is still out for this season, but we can all agree that the first three months have not lived up to the expectations of a team that supposedly had, you know, been been wronged in the Europa League final and whose objective this season was to finally take that step forward and qualify for Champions League football. And on the pitch in these three months, they have done not enough to qualify for Champions League football. At this point in time, if you were to to answer the question, do they qualify? I'm pretty sure that even you and, and me included would be... Uh, negative about it this team right now as things stand do not qualify for champions league football can that be solved yes but that i think that's that's where all this Mourinho discussion stands and that's why roma have waited and that's why Mourinho went today he was asked by uh tg uno if he's going to stay next season he simply replied i don't know 
because that is the simple truth. And people think, oh, well, there is a lack of, like media love to do it. The newspapers, they love to do it. There is a lack of communication between him and Dan Friedkin. No, that's not the case. Mourinho said in the interview with TG Uno, he said, no, I talked to Dan Friedkin, I talked to Dan Friedkin after the match against Lazio, right before the international break. I spoke to him on the phone. We talked, we talked about the game. I spoke to, I speak to Ryan Friedkin, so the vice president of Roma, uh, on a regular basis, but we speak of the day's work, and I think that's that's reasonable. That's the only thing you can do right now. Like, <laughs> right? What well, is? You have to laugh because, man, these are the same outlets, though. When uh, Roma, they 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 drop points. It's a damned if you do, damned if you don't sort of scenario. Because if if they uh, had committed to him, they would be saying, "Well." well Roma, were they wise in showing this level of commitment to Jose Mourinho? Uh, uh, is he go- uh, every time I try to, Mourinho, I do Mourinho, is, is Mourinho going to just sit there and earn his paycheck? You know, is this you know right. like is this you know is this his vacation or his retirement plan? I think it's uh, we are in a situation that is expected of us. Like this is Roma have not given us enough answers. On and off the pitch, you know the 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 team is not performing up to a standard. Mourinho is not doing, in my opinion, enough with what he has. There are circumstances that which he cannot prevent, which don't depend on yes. like injuries, of course. But um, but so far, I've seen I've seen a team that is flat and that is not competitive enough that I I could name it among the the favorites to contend for top four. So this can all be easily resolved in the next few weeks, in the next few months. But I think it's it's only fair to Roma, which I, you know, I love Mourinho, but obviously I place Roma up here. I I like what the Frickings are doing, but I still place Roma up here. I like I I like Totti, but I place Roma up here. You know, like so in fairness to Roma, it's only correct to have this unresolved situation because we haven't had the, the 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 reassurances that we wanted on the pitch there is no backup plan when this team goes into a spiral of negativity they stay in it when the some players are not performing the coach doesn't seem to be able to read the situation and improve the conditions of their performances so if you're not providing me with the answers why should i provide you with a contract right mm. here right now that nobody is going to argue with that mindset and and nobody is going to argue with the they've done absolutely nothing the first three sure months nobody? because because a lot of people are either well, calling for um, head or they're calling for roma to act on it and give him the new contract so that he he can feel comfortable and continue with his work right so well, you have action of people that are like bring me conte bring me tiago Motta, bring me this bring me oh, that but, uh, then there are, this there are other, then, then there are other people who are like well you know why would you want like how can you expect him to perform if he doesn't have any guarantees for the future see for me my my, my mindset more so is i don't like it would be one thing to have the your manager your head coach being expiring of his contract uh, to me the the unique part of this d- dilemma is you have Tiago Pinto tied to it as well and that adds 
not only uncertainty on the bench, but really that adds uncertainty to the entire construction of the team. Um, you have a, a sporting director, general manager, that's what it is, a general manager yeah. Yeah, yes. <laughs> who has a vision of the team, how it should be built, along with the manager, and they work uh, cohesively together. But once you lose the general manager or general director, you, regardless of who you bring in, whether you uh, make minor change, I, I mean, I know the name that is going to automatically, the second, if uh, it is learned that uh, Tiago Pinto is not going to renew, uh, I will give you a, a clue as to who the name that will be linked and w- probably would at least be among the few favorites to be hired and appointed in the role, at least in my opinion. What do you uh, mean? I was just about to say uh, the name rhymes with Nikki. And- ah, yeah. Okay. 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 Yeah. 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 And, and admittedly, I, I, I can't hide it. I know, I, know loves him. I like him. Yeah, Everybody. he's very polite. But in all seriousness, as far as the current situation, I just don't like how it's Tiago Pinto and Jose Mourinho. I agree with you, though, when it comes to when it comes to the, the guarantees part. Uh, listen, man, you, it's not that we don't respect everything you've done before you came to Roma. And like you, I, I, as much as I love Jose Mourinho, the, the most important thing to me is Roma. And the fact of the matter would be if you don't do it this season, it would be once again you were brought here really to do one thing, well, two, win a trophy, finish top four. Uh, we have been hearing the thing of a club like Roma should be in Champions League all the time, blah 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 blah, and for it not to happen would be a very big problem within the span of three years. And somehow would still go back. 2018 was the last time they were in, correct? Oof. Yeah, 2018, 2019. Think about it. Mm. Oof. Okay. Uh, so uh, ha- more than Florenzi, half a decade. Florenzi's pull shirt, pull, pulled shirt is the last memory. We bring that up so much. I, I mean, we we well, talk okay, about okay, then, no, then then Schick's missed penalty, like the missed penalty call on Schick. Remember? <laughs> yeah, I remember that. Uh, I remember that one very clearly. I thought you were going to talk about. Anytime we bring up Champions League and depressing moments, I, I count on you to point to a few moments. It's that one or when our good friend Tomas Vermeilen decided to go. Yeah, yeah. I, that, was, I, yeah that was the year before. Yeah, with, with uh, no, the right. two years before with, with Spalletti. Right, with yeah, that, was, okay, Spalletti that, was, and... that was surreal. But then if you think about Porto, our last memory is literally Jeko getting, a, what, he was red carded or was, yes. when he went up again or no. What happened between him and Pepe? Basically, Jeko like simulated and fell to the ground. Right. Florenzi, it was a, a Florenzi caused the penalty by pulling the opponent's shirt, and then there was a no penalty call on Schick. The so was- the the shirt pull though of Florenzi was so it was comical in how clear and obvious it was. I mean, do you remember? I it reminded me because on my on my Twitter from some years ago. Uh, I have a, a video or a clip of Florenzi, and, and all I tweeted was, uh, here it is, the, the captain of Roma, 
and he is playing it right back and he is defending it's against Genoa and the, I, I think it was either Genoa or Milan yeah, 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 yeah. When, when he jumped into the he air ju- uh, like um, a, 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 a pump <laughs> fake you know like those it looked like yeah, yeah. it was yeah, yeah. Somebody like was playing against Carmelo Anthony, you know? Yes. I, I mean, the guy had never gotten airborne like that since having done both of his knees in. And yet in this instance, in the final dying seconds of a match, he decided to go full Air Jordan, jump 50 feet in the air. He loses his marker. The man goes around and dribbles around him. Puts in a clean delivery and they score. And it was it was the embodiment of uh, the uh, Florenzi experience. You got to live uh, all of it in that in that moment. But I, I can't believe it's been that long. But going back to what we were saying, it, you cannot fault Roma. You cannot fault Friedkins. Nobody is at fault for not being quick to hand out contracts to anybody because. It, even as much as I like Tiago Pinto too. Okay, well, you've been here, what, uh, January 2021. Um, you've had more more than ample time. You, are, you will have three and a half years. Well, you know, what do we have to show for it? And that is the proper thing to do. You know, if, if, the, if the objective for this long has been top four, Champions League, and you haven't done it, uh, there's nothing really to say or to debate. That's on you. Uh, you leave no choice. So I, I understand that. But now we are going to get into the, the 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 part of the season where while you had this lingering in the early part, now you are getting into the portion of it where it is it's going to become part. more pronounced. Well, it, it, listen, it's for going us to, listen, for us too. It will be the most depressing part. You know, you oh. know that you know that. And I don't know that. We'll be getting on here time and time again, and there will be awkward silence between the two of us, and both of us will try to get it out of the way as soon as possible. You know it. That's going to be the the a cherry on the cake before right before Christmas. Well, I have to. And that's, I, I, so that's for us, it's going to be a period of great depression and anxiety. But for Roma, it will be a period of answers. Like if there is a time for Roma to address Mourinho's future, to address Pinto's future, to address Paulo Dybala's future, this is it. Because as you said it on the last podcast, that's the season right there. Those games, Bologna, Napoli, Juve, Atalanta, Milan, before that Cremonese, that's the season right there. So on one hand, I'm dreading it. But on the oh, other I'm hand, dreading it too. All the uncertainty will have to be resolved then. Well, uh, uh, that leads me to my next thing. I, you know, uh, if anybody is going to be uh, uh, near the stadium, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm returning in a couple of weeks or a few weeks. Um, I'll be at the at the match against Fiorentina and then Sheriff, I, I believe, um, because I'm a glutton for punishment. You took a chance of the match with Fiorentina. You couldn't wait for like Cremonese or whatever. Well, like, you know, with the child number twenty. Uh, God. Well, child number twenty nine on the way. I have to, um, I, I have to get everything in order, uh, in order now. Yeah. Uh, and I figured, well, you know, what, what, what better way to not only ring in a new year, but also the birth, birth of a, a new, a new being in my family, with uh, oh my absolutely God. subjecting yourself to uh, just oh complete and utter well, depravity on the football pitch. I think if we have like betting people in our 
listening fan base, I think you can guys just, you know, even against Sheriff, please just Yeah. Get, well get on a the, loss. The th- get on a loss because John is there. So But but the the thing is, and you kind of laid laid it out here, because Roma, they returned this weekend against Utinese. Um and I said it, I think maybe one or two months ago, when I saw the calendar originally, man, the prospect of doing the thing that you and I have done the last few years in February, uh, they were kind enough. If you remember, I think it was the final season of Power Fonseca, where uh, it was late March because it was when yeah, everybody March, got injured. Every, yeah, everything crashed and burned. Everyone got injured. Uh, so they were kind enough to wait at least until spring is technically in March, correct? Spring usually uh, technically March arrives 25th, in March. Yeah. They were kind enough at least to wait until, you know, uh, springtime to really um, remove any hope or any uh, excitement from us. I have to tell you, the way you just ran off that calendar, I mean, the prospect of doing this just after the new year when it's you still have the air of the holidays uh, right before, uh, during, and after. Yes, you're not. You know, we're not spared any, any of the no, holidays. No, 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 we're not. But you know, this is one of those times, and we say it every season. So I, I, I don't know why I should feel more optimistic this time than I would in previous years. They, they have to show something. I I just I can't do this this early again. But the fact of the matter is, and I will repeat myself for the umpteenth time, because you'll drop points to Verona, to Salernitana, now you have to do it. Now you have to do it against Bologna. You have to do it against Napoli, Atalanta. Um but the thing is, okay, just within the span of the exact same week when this Roma, when they come, not even at, but when they approach their ceiling, their their highest level of quality uh, and output within a match, I mean, they are without question, in my opinion, a top four team in Serie A. But the problem is they also have a floor that is so low. I, I mean, the, the disparity in which you can get from them from match to match is, is so frightening. And that is something we could have said about Roma for the last 10 years, really. So I, I, it's not as if I am saying something different or profound or nothing that any of you have not thought of before. I mean, the fact that, again, we can have something like Genoa and then it was Frozenone like a few days later, correct? I, I mean, it, it's obscene what they subject us to, but I don't know what – I. I mean – they could come out this weekend against Udinese, man, and, and and completely bottle it, and I wouldn't be shocked. And then they, uh, some weeks later, go out there defeat Napoli, Milan, and I, I would believe it all one way or the other. You could, any scenario you were to lay out to me right now as to what could happen, what may happen, or what will happen, I would believe it because this team forces you to be gullible. You you have to because of this lack of consistency, because of this lack of uh, concreteness in their results from uh, from month to month, you are at the point where you are willing to believe just about anything and envision anything. You and I are saying right now, because we're pessimists by nature, at least to some degree, uh, you and I are both envisioning 
complete total a uh, uh, complete and utter meltdown I, 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 you know, I hope for the best but i expect the worst you know i mean that's that's the that's, well, that's exactly you can't uh, you can't you know you can't just put all your faith all your eggs into one basket i mean think about it it's not that complicated look roma can get out of this international break and look hot as hell determined they they could have a whole different strategy they could have Renato Sanchez and Pellegrini starting. They could have perhaps. Uh, Has that happened you know, once this season? Those two. I mean, no, not not even Empoli. Yeah, uh, Empoli maybe. Yeah, Empoli just just Empoli for oh, forty five oh. minutes because that's how long Renato Sanchez was on the pitch. Right. But, oh, uh, yes, it was. But, but, uh, but, you know, maybe. Oh, hey, there was no Pellegrini. There was no there Pellegrini. Was no Pellegrini. So. Make a chain, like make something, make something, you know, put, I don't know, if if you don't like what Paredes is doing, put him on the bench, put Renato Sanchez instead of him. If well, you if you think Bove is not good enough of a playmaker, start Pellegrini. If you want Cristante out there commanding the midfield, keep him on, you know, but but there has to be something. I, I refuse to believe that what we've seen is... That's it. That's Roma's limit. Like, I, I refuse to believe that even a match like Empoli is the apex of what Roma can do on the pitch. I refuse to believe it because, as you say, Pellegrini was not there. I refuse to believe that a team that has not learned to utilize Jose Moawar effectively can consider itself mm. at its fullest potential. I refuse to believe a team that has failed to incorporate uh, Renato Sanchez, obviously, for uh, obvious reasons, but but still, <laughs> yeah. you know, I refuse to believe that that team cannot, you know, perform better, be unpredictable, be more daring. Like that, the, the, right now, nothing is written. You know, we come on here and we sound negative. Well, we sound negative because <laughs> we've seen this movie too many times. But it would be pleasant if if they learned something. You know, if they learn mm. to put the pieces together and maybe Jose Mourinho could finally, finally return to being the Jose Mourinho that we saw in the second half of the, his first season, where all of a sudden he understood the assignment. He understood what he's working with. He understood that, OK, he's not going to get the greatest players in January. He got Sergio Oliveira. He made Sergio Oliveira work. He had Mick, Henrik Mkhitaryan. He changed his position. He changed his assignments. He completely changed this game. He had Nicola Zaleski, a kid from the Primavera, come in and replace Leonardo Spinazzola and Matias Vigna. And it did wonders for him. He could he took a chance on Felix. He took a chance on Volpato. He switched things. He 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 he, he changed. He tried to play with, with, with what he had at his disposal. He had, there was a moment where he even relied on Carles Perez, you know. He, he didn't give up on the team. He gave up on some players that left in January of that year, but he didn't give up on the team as a whole. So I, I, I just refuse to believe that what we're seeing is the finished product. And Mourinho himself has said it many, many times. This yes. is not it. This is not it. The team has potential. This is not it. We haven't explored uh, some of the options. But you are the manager. You're the only one who can explore those options i can't i can state my preference i can say i prefer this guy to start over this guy but it's up to you to find the answers to find the options because right now if you ask me what is roma's plan b 
how do like what is Roma's plan A first of all? But what is yeah, their well, what is their alternative to when things go south? Uh, so far, we haven't seen it. When things go south, don't, don't ask us that. It's there no. is none. There is none. There is none. No, when no. things go south this year, Roma are look helpless. Like they yes. are uh, struggling to to you know to turn things around against Lecce. It went all right, but that should teach you something. It should teach you. Sardaras Moon, is he useless? No, we've seen that he's not useless. He can give you something. Well, if Paulo Dybala is not working, you know, if Paulo Dybala is not Put him out it, there, yeah. Put, put Sardaras Moon out there. He's not playing in the Europa League, so he's not going to get fatigued playing once a week. Right, right. Yeah, I, well, and that's that's the thing. Uh, you know, you you just brought up uh, Hussein Awar, you know, what... Guys that, you know, you brought in in the summer st- to have them still be an enigma, you know, at this point to not really have a clear idea as to what their role is or where they belong within this team is the frustrating part. Um, look, we're not going to come on here and break down the match against Udinese because it's the same thing as we have been saying. You have to win. OK, this is a an Udinese side in uh, 12 matches. Uh, Eight goals scored, 15 conceded. Uh, I mean, a team that struggles to score, they concede a lot. The hell do you want me to say? Win! L- like, uh, there's uh, there's no, uh, you know, absolutely, real great insight absolutely. we're going I mean, to I, give. They, they have one guy that is worth a damn, in my opinion, and I think it's probably the one everybody thinks, you know? Um, cool. So, I, you know... The guy who was about to go to Inter, but then his uh, his his old man asked for a bit of a uh, little more underneath the table. We don't have to get into that. I don't want to. I, I don't want to do that one because his father was text messaging anybody who, uh, in the media about the deal. I, I I won't even say his name for fear of uh, I don't know being thrown into. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, Roma. Of course, Roma have to win. What would they have to? In my opinion, what they have to show me right now is uh, is that they are uh, not one dimensional. That they cannot. They mm. cannot afford to be one dimensional. There is every single team out there who's put, competing for the same objectives has those has those different game plans. They have different ideas. Even even Napoli who I don't know what they'll do with Mazzari, but even they, if they want to, if they, they don't even know. turn it on, they'll find a way. Uh, the same thing goes for Milan. The same thing goes for Inter. Well, obviously, these are different categories, but the point is you cannot be static. You cannot be stagnant. Yes. You cannot be satisfied with the with the few good performances that you've had this season because it wasn't enough. It wasn't enough to make us believe that you can compete for the objectives that you set out for in the first place. Exactly. Nothing else to say. Nothing else to add. We will leave it there. We will be back after the weekend. Just win. Just win. Just win. Until next time. Ciao. Ciao.